Welcome back to Irons Overland. It's been quite a minute now. This is, what are we calling this, season two? Season two. Season two. We're back. We're going to be just as terribly consistent. And we're going to be back for you to listen to us talk about more boring stuff. So sit tight and be ready. Are you ready, Sean? Oh, I'm ready. And is DJ Jake ready? (laughs) I'm always ready. (laughs) All right. So we are going to talk about some cooking today while we are out on the trails, out camping, what have you. So there's about 500 million ways to cook, obviously, while you're camping. And uh, with the overland craze, cooking has become a lot more bougie. Um, And I feel like you really don't need to be as bougie as some of these people are. What do you think? Uh, I like my fridge, thank you very much. Oh, okay, well, that's a different story. I mean, that's, that's kind of like, that's like just an upgraded cooler. I'm saying, like, all these people have these huge kitchen setups coming out of their vehicles that, I mean, it's like cooking at home, which I guess to a point that's cool, but I just, I don't know, I feel like that's way overkill. I mean, you want creature comforts when you're out in the wild, I guess. So why not bring the kitchen with you? So we're on two sides of this, I would say. And I guess that would make sense because you do make fancy meals compared to me. Oh, yeah. I love cooking. I love trying different things, different tastes. So, so okay. What would you say is your favorite way to cook while you're out on the trails? Well, you probably know it already, but my Blackstone. I love cooking off that thing. Okay. I mean, that's pretty, I'd say that's pretty fair to say, because that's like a little camping grill that you're going to bring with. So that, at the end of the day, to me, is not like the huge, super bougie thing, but I guess you've got your whole chef's box set up with your oils and your seasonings and your all your different tongs and utensils. It just seems very, very, very fancy to me, where all my stuff is just thrown in a uh, little tote, and I've got like two things, and I'm always missing stuff that I actually need. I like being organized, too. Part of my uh, OCD. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. So, you cook on your Blackstone. I mean, I guess every time that we've ever gone out, you've cooked on your Blackstone. Um, It's just easy. It's just one big flat surface. I mean, I got the 22-inch Adventure Ready Blackstone dual burner. But, I mean, it's a big surface. You can cook just about anything on top of it. Even if you have to boil water, I mean, it takes a little bit longer. If you don't have like a tripod or something to put over the fire or a biolite, I mean, you could throw a pot of water on top of it too, and it'll boil too. So if you need that for anything, it's just all around universal to me. So and, okay, go and ahead. it's easy to clean. Yeah, it is really easy to clean. So run me through like what your actual your actual like kitchen. I guess it's not a kitchen, but a kitchen setup that you've got. Well, I got the Blackstone. Um, I do have the Venture Series, so it comes with a little portable stand if I want to use it, but majority of the time, um, I'll throw it on the back of my tailgate, or if we're at a campsite that has a picnic table, I'll just throw it on top of that. I have a 5-pound, no, sorry, 11-pound propane tank that's really nice, smaller and cylinder, don't need to be lugging around that 20-pound propane tank everywhere, and that thing will last forever. Uh... But otherwise, 
for that, I have a front runner box that I will throw all the dry foods into, I guess you could say. All the non-refrigerated stuff, cans of beans, buns, packages of rice, so forth. That will all go in one of those. And then I have a Craftsman, oh, it's probably maybe a small little three liter coat. And then it has uh, my Earl's. <laughs> uh, <laughs> The spatulas, utensil, pretty much all the utensils I use for the Blackstone. Um, the one thing I still don't have yet is a steam lid. If you guys ever watch any of the Blackstone stuff, it's the way to cook stuff because going into bougie stuff, I really want to make a surf and turf on a camping trip one time. I, you know what? I probably wouldn't be upset if you cooked me surf and turf while we're camping. I do like camping with you just because I know that we're going to have really good meals. So, I mean, I guess that's a bonus. Like when uh, we went to the Ozarks and I made some sh- Chicago-style hot dogs. Yes. And then the time that you just brought bear, that was good. And oh, that yeah. wasn't even that, like, intense. <laughs> so what um, – if you had to put everything down to, like, one box, what is probably, like, the most important utensils that you would – if you could fit in one tote – what would you say, like, you have to have? The spatula. A spatula. spatula. I guess that can, it can kind of do it all, can it? Oh, yeah. It can clean the blackstone for me. It can flip. It can roll stuff around. Um, yeah, it, it can serve. To me, the spatula, because it's a, wide, a wider one, too, so it works perfectly for me. So now I'm going to go on the total opposite end of the spectrum here and say that my favorite way to cook while I'm camping is not using a grill or any of that stuff. I like using a tripod just over a classic fire. And that is super inconsistent in how the food's cooked. And it's not pretty. It doesn't always come out perfect by any means. But for whatever reason, that is like, that to me is like the epitome of camping cooking. Like, I've just got... Uh, so many memories of we always do like a steak the last day for our camping trips as like a celebration or whatever. And I always just throw that steak right on that, that tripod over the fire. And for whatever reason, even if it's like so overdone or so undercooked, it just tastes perfect to me. Get that just a char sim- effect. That char effect. I think it's, I think it's more of like a mind over matter thing or mental thing. Cause like, I'm going to tell you nine times out of 10 that every food that you cook on that Blackstone or However, your cooking is going to come out better than that. But it's just like, I think it's just what, like the traditional thing. Like, okay, that's that's what we've done. So that's what we keep doing. That's always been my favorite way. And it's so stupid because we have the technology to do other ways. But that's just, I like doing that. <laughs> uh, I Don't blame me. I love going back to the basics of just cooking over the fire too. I mean, I don't do it all the time, but maybe I should my, do it a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. My my cooking setup, I guess, is is kind of similar to yours. Um, I guess we really don't have that bougie of a setup. You know, we don't have the pull out drawers with the sink and everything like that. Like yes. I've just yet. <laughs> I may but be yeah, working just, on something. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you got to buy the cap first. Uh, I I've been looking at some things. I could still have a drawer system with all that and still have my rooftop tent. I guess that's true because it's not like you need to use your bed then. Yep. So. My my setup is very similar. I've got a, a Magellan outdoors, just a cheapo uh, camping stove, and it's half 
half blackstone, half like griddle top, however you want to call that, and then it's got um, one side with a burner on it. So like if I want actual flame flames touching or whatever, I've got that, which I kind of like. Um, even though I really end up just using the griddle top ninety percent of the time, anyways. But I just, <laughs> I guess I was like, well, I don't want to go completely away from it yet. Um, and then I've just got a tote filled with, you know, like a cooking knife, um, a spatula, a spoon, and then I've got like a little small all-season thing. You know, it's got like salt, pepper, um, and a couple other seasonings mixed in there so that I can have a bunch, but very compact. Is that and one then of those got... twisty tops where each side has a different seasoning in it? Yeah, so it's just like, it, it looks like a pie chart almost when you look at the top of it. It's got like six different lids or six different openings that just pop up and it's just like small little areas for it. So that's kind of nice and it's super compact, so I don't feel like it takes up much. And then I've got, I always bring my jet boil, um, my like Coleman brand jet boil, which actually takes up more room than it needs, but I'm just too lazy to go get a different one. And I use that obviously for coffee most of the time or like if we're using... I mean, I guess that one's more or less for, like, my hiking, kayaking trips than actually driving trips, because we don't need it as much. We have room for stuff, but other than that, I really don't have much. I've got, like, a little sink basin, a little, like, fold-out plastic thing that you can put water in. I've got some camping soap to put in there, but, I mean, I know you've got one of those, too, so, but we're really not that, we're really not that bougie. I'm kind of proud of us right now. (laughs) I mean, it'd be kind of nice to have a little nicer setup. I just want something simple. Just pull out, tailgate, fire it up, start cooking. Because I just like get into the campsite, pull open my rooftop tent, put up food, and start a fire and sit by and relax. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole point, right? Is it So now, is it the, do you go out for the trip or for the destination? Both. <laughs> I guess sometimes we don't really have a destination. We're just like, all right, let's drive. I uh, I enjoy driving. I should have been a truck driver. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I think about that all the time. If I wasn't a fireman, I'd probably be a truck driver. But yeah, I just driving there, and then also like setting up the map on stuff like on Gaia, just routing it too is always fun. But anyways, get back to cooking. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say is the worst way that you've cooked while out on the trails? Ah, uh, I don't know. I mean, I've had some food not turn out so well before, but that's been on the Blackstone and over the fire, but I've never really had a, a bad way, I guess you could say. That is kind of a hard question, I would say, because, like, it's it's really all in, it's it's you. It's not whatever you're using most of the time. So, I mean, unless you've actually had a stove or whatever you're using just not function properly. Like it's honestly up to you. So it's kind of, I don't know. Cause I was going to, I was trying to think on that too. I was like, man, I don't really, there's not like a way that I'm like, Oh, absolutely not. I will not be cooking that way while I'm on my trip. You know, I don't care. I'll cook whatever way we have available. I could say the worst experience though, was having some of those one pound green propane tanks. And they were all about half filled, if not lower. <laughs> I was like, why am I going through so much propane? When they were just not filled all the way, because I just have a whole bunch of them, and I throw them in the crate 
That's why I switched over to the 11 pound propane tank, and I got a little gauge that says how full it is. So on uh, that video that we just posted of me camping, what's not videoed in there is me uh, cussing at my stove, thinking that I had the same mistake that because I had a half full propane tank when I hooked it up and I brought a full one just in case. I was like, oh, I probably won't need that, but let's just bring it. And like halfway through cooking my burger, I was like, man, this thing is not getting any more done. Like I'm still seeing raw meat here. Like it's not cooked. What is going on? And I look and there's no gas coming out. So I'm like, oh man, I must have run out of my tank. So I'd unscrew it. I put my new one in and I was like kind of feeling, I was like, this one still feels like it's got some in there, but whatever, you know, maybe it's just a weird angle. Fired that one up, and like five minutes later, the same thing. I'm like, what in the world is going on here? Like, I know this one has, I, I was stupid. I didn't realize there was wind, and the wind was getting to it and kept getting under and blowing out the flame. So I was like, oh, <laughs> I just opened a new propane tank for nothing, you know? Oh, that would have been <laughs> funny to record. <laughs> Could add some bloopers into that. Oh, yeah. So, uh, what, what's your favorite meal you've ever cooked? Steak. Steak. Just any specific steak? Is, is this like just in general like, oh, it's steak? Or is there like one specific experience that you can just sit here, think about, picture it, sitting on the Blackstone and just your mouth watering as you take a big bite into it? Or is it just like, yeah, just steak, you know? Well, there's a campsite up in the UP that overlooks uh, Lake Superior that's all beach pretty much and a little wood is between it and then just cooking on that looking over at lake superior it was a perfect day out probably 60 degrees or whatever fires going in the sand and uh, just cooking steak potatoes and some vegetables on the black style and just relaxing having a drink and just looking out i'm just like yep this is the life i could do this every day if i could so you would pretty much like if you could you just cook steak every single time oh of course i'm a meat potatoes guy <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't fault you there because, like I said, we do a tradition where we do a steak the last day every single time, and that's, it's always good. Steak is always good. You can't go wrong. Like, obviously, you don't want to overcook it, but I mean, it's steak at the end of the day. So, I mean, how upset can you be? Board it. I probably have steak every night of camping. <laughs> so, my favorite meal is not steak, but I will. I want to say this story about steak that I think it's really funny. So. This episode uh, one is just the, about steak. It's just steak. We're we're promoting we're promoting big beef, everybody. Grass fed big beef. Go for it. <laughs> um, so one of the first times that I I did the Current River uh, canoe trip, we brought steak, obviously, and the last night. So we're sitting up on the beach, and the whole joke the whole weekend was that uh, there was a bear. Um, I mean, we're in the Ozark, so there's 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 black bear, but you don't really see them too much, but. So the joke was that there was a bear who was going to come eat us because I think the first night that we slept there, we were all like, we had heat exhaustion. You know, it's been out in the sun all day. It was 100 degrees and like we were just floating dehydrated and we all ended up coming into the tent. We came to our campsite. We found our campsite at like 5 p.m. and we were so exhausted. We set up camp and like all of us took like a nap. So we all went into our tents and slept until like 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. We got woken up from somebody calling us. And we were so delusional. It was like a park ranger up on top of the rim. Like there was a big cliff in front of us. And she was like up on top of there and was asking us for if we seen lost hikers. And we were like, no, no, we don't know what you're talking about. 
I mean, obviously, we've had some booze throughout the day. I said we were dehydrated already, so we got up and we're like, all right, it's time to eat. And we were all, like, still kind of very out of it from the day, and we were joking around. We're like, that was a... That was a bear. It was a bear dressed as a park ranger. Who else would be looking for heart- lost hikers so they can eat the hikers? You guys so like that. Else? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> but so like that was a joke. The running joke the whole weekend is that like there was a bear coming to eat everybody. So the last night we set up camp. We had steak. I was very inebriated. I had cooked it on like the uh, tripod as usual, and um, this was the canoe trip. So we brought very little with us we didn't pack light we're idiots or we didn't pack heavy i mean we packed very light um and i didn't the only utensil that i brought with me was my pocket knife so i was like oh shit how am i gonna eat the steak so i literally just shoved the knife into the middle of the steak and was just eating it just like you know using my teeth like just very primal primitive it was very cool and you know we're drinking everything and we're talking about this bear even more and I, you know, I'm so, so inebriated. I was like, oh, I'm going to sacrifice the rest of my steak to the bear. Yeah, I'm going to throw the bear. So I've like whipped the steak out into the woods. And, you, did what? you know, every, everybody's, I mean, it was like half this. It was like half a steak still. So it wasn't like it was very, it was a lot or little, but, you know. So we're joking about that. Keep drinking. And like in the middle of the night, man, I'm sure it was raccoons or something, but there was shit all in the woods going crazy. And I was like, oh, the bear took our bait, man. <laughs> Just the dumbest stuff ever. But back to the favorite meal after that, that long story. My favorite meal, man, is super simple. It is like a, uh, do you know what pudgy pies are? Yes. Okay, so it's like a pizza pudgy pie or a pizza pocket, whatever you want to call it. We would make them before we Hot go on these pocket. trips. Yeah, pretty much, man. We'd, we'd make these like pizza, pizza pockets, hot pockets, pudgy pies, whatever and wrap them up in tinfoil so they wouldn't be cooked. We'd have the tinfoil wrapped around them, throw them in the cooler, and then, like, we'd get our fire going, and you just throw them inside the fire, like, just right on top of it and everything, and let it sit in there for 10, 15 minutes till it, you know, melted the cheese and pull it out and just eat it right out of the, the tinfoil. It was so good. So simple and easy, but, like, it's so satisfying. Oh, yeah, just simple stuff. Mm-hmm. I got to say, though, I might change mine though. I do like breakfast food in the morning on the Blackstone. Oh god, breakfast <laughs> is so good. And you get your coffee then. Yes, coffee is key. Speaking of which, I have an empty cup now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having my whole pot over. What do you got? Just a just a normal black coffee today, a regular coffee. Uh, Highlander grog from Bird. Oh Brothers. yeah, and right here in good old Wisconsin. I'm actually drinking a Wisconsin coffee today too. Ooh. I've got Luna coffee from up in like Green Bay De Pierre area. I don't know if you ever had them. No, I have not. Oh, it's super good. So I think today the one that I'm drinking is the stout coffee, but we also have a harvest version and they're both oh my gosh, they're so good. So my friend Chris got me hooked on them because they were obviously went to school up there and that's like their that's like their coffee shop. So they always <clears throat> bring us coffee beans and stuff when they visit or when we see them. So we always have some from them. They're actually the coffee is super good. I've made it into a fancy latte, so like you don't really get a lot of the taste of the beans, but in just regular coffee it's super good. Bougie. Yes, I am very bougie. It is it is a espresso. I made it in my espresso machine. 
with some almond milk and sugar-free white chocolate mocha syrup. <laughs> Going on uh, <laughs> cooking styles, do you bring grounds or beans to camping for coffee in the morning? Well, last time you saw, I brought cold brew. <laughs> yeah, that was cheating. That's, it's not it cheating. Away camping altogether. It does not. <laughs> yes, it does. It's waking yeah. up, starting that fire, your little uh, biolite thing, and having the water warm up, pouring the coffee or the water over your coffee grounds, doing it cowboy style or in an aerial press. You just took all of that away. It's like, yeah, fridge, coffee, done. So, okay, I did I did prepare that coffee at home, okay? So it was, you could do that on the trail if you want. It's just coffee grounds in the water that you let steep. I just needed it to steep for 24 hours so it would taste delicious, and it was fantastic, okay? Cheater. <laughs> but if I am going the old-fashioned... You're old fashioned, to camping. No, uh-uh. See, I have so many different ways to make coffee. I am a treasure. You are not a treasure. <clears throat> I prefer to bring grounds. I don't like to bring beans because then it's an extra added thing. You've got to grind them. And I've never used a manual grinder, and I don't feel like bringing my electric grinder with. So grounds it is. I'll, I can grind some up before I leave. That's the guy that's, that just that's, has to reach in the fridge and goes, Oh, look, coffee. Yeah. Hey, it was great. It was fantastic. It was hot. I had cold coffee while you were drinking hot coffee. Yeah, and that <laughs> was just a whole experience of having camping coffee <clears throat> i prefer coffee grounds i like the jet boil method a lot um and i just actually finally found it at rei a little portable coffee filter um that like folds up so i can i can literally i don't have to have anything i can just put that over my mug and it's got like little prongs that hook on the side of a coffee mug it's designed to fit on those like enamel small little ones and uh just dump my, my hot water over the coffee grounds in it just like it was a coffee maker. It's freaking awesome. Nice. It, from REI, is probably like 30 bucks though, right? Uh, it was actually 15 Oh, wow. I walked out of that store <laughs> spending less than $30, but I only bought wow. that and then a map of the... I only bought a map of the Ozarks and that, so it wasn't like I went in there for a lot. <laughs> Every time I go there, it's at least $200. I'm like, oh, I can well, use that, and it's just in a box. I'm I'm fixing to drop probably about a hundred bucks there in the next week or so because I've got my hiking trip in 15 days, <clears throat> and we're gonna do. Since we're hiking, I'm trying to pack light, so we're just gonna do mountain house meals, and they have such a selection that I'm like, well, I have to go there, even if it's like an extra dollar or two, because I can get whatever I want then. I was just gonna say, so your other camping styles, <clears throat> like kayaking or hiking, what do you do? For coffee, or well, cooking, for cooking, cooking. Oh, man, so, like, the kayak and the hiking trips, so you're packing super light. Um, I don't bring a cooler or anything, so, like, I'll bring some jerky, some, uh, like, nuts or whatever, you know, the typical trail snacks that people do, and then it's just mountain house meals, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and I don't know if you've ever had them, but they're actually super delicious. Now, there's a bunch of other brands. Um, I've only had one other brand. I didn't like it, so I stick true to the mountain house, but the breakfast that they have is so good, dude. They've got a biscuits and a gravy and a a breakfast skillet and those are like it's so amazing and then the best one i've ever had was for dinner was a uh chicken and dumplings oh my god i could eat that like back home when i have the <laughs> option to cook <laughs> just bring a thing to the firehouse 
Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, I've got my jet bowl. I'm just gonna eat You're Mountain House. You're the today. bay with your jet pile making dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so the hard thing, the hard thing is. Um, you know, if you're trying to be health conscious, like obviously there's a ton of sodium in those because they're dehydrated meals. They're, you know, they're, they're prepared to be shelf stable. But when you're, when you're exerting yourself so much, like, okay, you need, you need a little extra electrolyte. Some salt is not going to kill you then. But like, I don't know if I could do those weeks on end, but for like three, four, five days. Yeah. Okay. I can do it for sure. And they're, I mean, like I said, they taste delicious. If you read the back and your daily nutrition, labels back there you can kind of add it together of what your intake is yeah i mean daily percentage (laughs) i think the recommended dose of sodium is like 1500 to 2000 milligrams a day that's like what they recommend and i'm pretty sure that they are like 1100 grams of milligrams of sodium in one so like i'll give you three of those But they have some better ones, like they have a uh, like a yogurt type of one, an oatmeal one, which are still just as good, and they're obviously a lot healthier for you than like a breakfast skillet. But like your your lunches and dinners, there's not really much options. There are healthier ones, and there's healthy brands. But honestly, because like REI has five or six different racks of different brands, and I tried to compare them the other day to see because I'm in a health conscious mood now. But um, they're not really that much different you know it's maybe a couple hundred milligrams of sodium so that doesn't do much the cholesterol and the fats and that are slightly different but not by much and your calories are right around the same so it's like okay you know if you're trying to do if you're trying to do the healthy hike thing your best option is to get your own food dehydrator and make them at home i'm just not that fancy yet Kristen wants to do that we'll do it eventually but for now mountain house it is my buddy has one i was thinking about doing that I think it would be awesome, and I think after this trip, I may start experimenting and go out and buy one, because we do, like, save a bunch of our food. We have a food saver, so we'll freeze a bunch of stuff, and it'd be nice to be able to dehydrate and just throw a meal together, so. Oh, yeah. But that's... I gotta say, the strawberries and bananas that we'll do just for, like, snack foods, oh, my God, so good. Oh, yeah. Dude, they, like... The astronaut food, you know, when we were like little kids, you'd be like, oh, I'm eating astronaut food. That stuff is actually super good for like trail snacks. It's like a little sweet. Like, <laughs> I have some dehydrated, you know, berries right now. <laughs> and actually, we tried uh, the ice cream sandwiches. It's pretty oh, they're so good. <laughs> yeah. And we did uh, there's a chili one there's... time. Oh, yeah. We've got, a, I think I've got a chili in my garage right now. Oh, my God. You don't even need to mix it. You can just eat it dry. It's like snack food. Yeah, it's insane. But then you eat that dry and you don't realize how much it is and you're like, whoa. <laughs> My stomach is bulging now. I've had so much food. <laughs> right? It expands once it hits the water. It's like, whoops. Yeah, I'd definitely say if you want to pack light, man, that's the way to go because all you need to do is bring those. They don't weigh much. And then you just bring your jet bowl. And my jet bowl is, is the Walmart Coleman brand. So it's like a little bit bigger because it's got the base and it's got a big head so that like you can set a pot on there easy, but the little fold-out one that you can buy, the actual Jetboil brand, is honestly just as good, and it's a lot more compact. You just have to like be conscious of where you're setting it because it, it will tip over super easy. That Whereas mine like $300. is three hundred dollars. They're actually not as much as you think, depending on the system that you get. Like if you get the one that comes with the cup and everything all self-contained, that's expensive. But if you get just the the like little fold-out stand that you can hook up the jet bowl thing to. It's not bad, but 
I think my biggest downfall with the actual Jetpool one is that, like, you have to get their canisters. You can't just get, like, the green propane canisters, which you can use on the Coleman. See, now, I, I was doing some research after you told me you got yours at Walmart, and MSR has one, and I was watching a couple of reviews on it, and it's actually very stable. You, I think you can use any propane cylinder that you want, and it comes with, like, the full kit as the jet boil does, but half the price. I mean, it's still, like, a hundred and some bucks, but it's, to me, I think it's there. I was thinking about getting it. <laughs> it's honestly a sweet like super useful tool to have i mean like i never thought i needed one until i got one last year and i use it for a ton of stuff and even like specifically for you having the blackstone like if you need to boil water or something the blackstone sucks because obviously it's dispersed across that griddle it, it takes, takes it longer to heat up. longer yep and that jet boil will i mean it has my water boiling in you know, a minute, so it doesn't use much propane, and your meal is cooked so quick, or your water as your coffee's done. So, I definitely think that is a a necessary utensil to have for the creature comforts. It's it's amazing, and I will say I almost bought a Java Press the other day. I was super interested in it, but I didn't want to spend thirty dollars considering I make coffee already multiple different ways, and I have an Arrow Press, which is basically it's the same thing except the Java Press is like. It comes as the coffee mug and everything. So it's just like one whole system. I'm like, oh, I think I'm going to end up buying one of those just because cause it's cool. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about doing it too because I saw that. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> it's all in one. I mean, for like your kayaking or hiking trip, it would be a little bit better because, I mean, it's one right there and done. Exactly. It's It just sets up the perfect cup for you. But like if you're... I mean, the hard thing is like when you're camping, like I've got so many different ways to make coffee because we love coffee, obviously. But yeah. like the, How are you going to bring your fridge, huh? Huh? For your iced coffee, dick. Well, I can't, I can't do that on my hiking trips, okay? Yeah, better. <laughs> just, because, just because you were jealous of my cold brew that I shared with you doesn't mean you got to knock it. <laughs> I am not jealous. I think it's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Next yeah. time, I'm just going to go to Walmart and buy that Stokes pre-made iced coffee then. Now, that is cheating. I don't That's care. That's definitely it's cheating. the same thing that you're doing. <laughs> It's not. That <laughs> I prepared it. Pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it really is. It is. <laughs> uh, well, I think uh, I think that's about it for this episode. We had to get the coffee, and obviously that that counts for cooking. But yep. <laughs> you got anything else? Nope, that's it for me. Okay. Well, hopefully y'all enjoyed uh, like a little quick overview of our our cooking. It was very quick, and obviously we had to talk about the coffee. Like I said, oh, of course, um, essential. Yeah, check out our YouTube. We're going to start actually uploading videos. We've got one up there now, and obviously the podcast will go up there. So if you want to listen to it on there as opposed to anything else, you can. And please um, hit like and subscribe. It will help us out, get across the YouTube uh, algorithm to get out there a little bit more. Yeah, let us know if we're doing anything you like or don't like, and just comment and let us know. And add Y'all some have... uh, topics that you want us to ramble on about, too. <laughs> All right, we all have a good one. We'll see you next time. Laters.